Welcome to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast, your source for everything you need to go from unfocused wantrepreneur to action-taking, money-making entrepreneur. Now, your host, Brian Lofermento. Hey there, and welcome to this Featured Friday episode of the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. I am, as always, very excited about today's episode because once again, I've got a guest on the show for you today, and she is an incredible and accomplished entrepreneur as well as actor as well as voice coach so she's done a lot she's got a really interesting backstory her name is Tracy Goodwin and she's the owner of Captivate the Room she started speaking and winning awards at the age of 12 before going on to become a professional actor for many years now she coaches hundreds of people from around the globe on how to step into their voice power and make a big impact with their message she's a true expert in voice technique, presentation, and storytelling skills. I am It's so funny when I'm talking about a voice actor today, I am stumbling over my words. I apologize, but I'll tell you what, this interview is really going to get you jazzed up and excited about talking about your business, about having sales conversations, about if you could possibly get excited about having sales conversations, about hosting Facebook live streams, about all that fun stuff. Tracy is incredible. People all over the world seek her out for her expertise and she loves building massive confidence in people and their voices so they can share their message. So if you want to know how people, how really successful entrepreneurs are so comfortable on camera or on podcasts or speaking in front of audiences or even just speaking one-on-one on phone calls with people, then you're in for a real treat because Tracy reveals all of that fun stuff and so much more in today's interview. We talk a lot about how to build confidence towards the end of the episode. So make sure you stick around because she gives you a lot of tangible step-by-step advice on what you can do to better prepare yourself to speak confidently about your business and about your products and about your services. So without further ado, let's dive in to my interview with Tracy Goodwin. All right, Tracy, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. I'm so excited. We were already both speaking really excitedly before I hit record, so officially welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so delighted to be here. Thank you for having me, and I am. I'm excited. Yeah, my pla- I mean, I can already tell you share my similar excitement for just about everything, never mind just entrepreneurship. So I'm pumped to dive in. And Tracy, let's start with the real good stuff. I mean, you have done so many different things. You've won awards for speaking since you were 12 years old. You've been a professional actor. What the heck do you do these days? And how do you qualify as an entrepreneur? Well, I am a voice coach. I teach people how to step into the power of their voice, how to get rid of their voice barriers, how to captivate the room with their voice. And so I work with people all over the world via Skype and Zoom, and I do work with people locally, but it's so cool because I've got people in Russia and I've got people in India, and I've, I mean, I've just got people everywhere. So that's what I do now and have predominantly done probably for the last 15 years. I have taught at a, you know, a lot of colleges and conservatories, but I would say the last 10 hard years strong, it's just been me and this computer and, and, and voices all over the world. 
Yeah, I love that. And let's speak to the entrepreneurs and the entrepreneurs out there who are thinking, well, a voice coach, Brian, why do you have a voice coach on the podcast? Why is it that so many entrepreneurs are taking you up on your services and thinking about how they sound and, and the words that they use to represent their business? Well, you know, I believe it's because they've realized that they are not making the impact that they know they can make. They have tried everything else and it, and they realize, you know what? It's my voice. There's something about my voice. I'm not connecting with people. I'm not engaging people. People are looking at their phones. I'm not making the sales. There are people out there speaking that really can captivate the room with their voice. That's what I'm missing. And they're smart because the voice is the most powerful tool you have if you know how to use it. Yeah, I love that. What's your response to people out there who are listening to this and they're intrigued already because just two and a half minutes in, that's it's a really compelling statement that you just made. What's your response to people who are wondering to themselves, well, how much of it is the voice versus the actual words, the message? Well, here's my phrase on this. And Brian, this is one of my catchphrases. The words are everything and they are nothing. It's how you bring them to life that makes the impact. So that's that's my thought on that. Yeah, I absolutely love that. So let's let's dive a little deeper into that. So basically you need the combination of words and the actual instrument, which is the voice. Where do you use those? So let's say I'm an entrepreneur who's got a great voice and a great message to share. Where am I going to expect to use that? Should I be hosting in-person seminars and workshops? Is it going to be online and videos? Why is your voice so important? Where do you use it? Where do you flaunt it? That's a great question. And you know, I just, I, I think I did a video or it might have even been on my podcast yesterday and I was talking about, I'm starting to think I don't like the term and the concept that goes with it of public speaking because honestly, every single time we open our mouth, aren't we public speaking? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think in the, in the global perspective, we think, okay, if I speak live, absolutely. If I do a, a pitch Absolutely. If I do a presentation, of course, but let me tell you where it can really start to set you apart. And everybody's talking about this. Everybody's been talking about it, but this year, especially on your live streams, on your webinars, on your e-course, on your podcast, all of those places, in addition to when you do a live presentation, when you do a sales call, all of those places, the elements that a lot of people have never even really thought about can literally set you apart and can literally be the game changer between, uh, I don't know, let me think about it. I, I don't know. I don't know. And here's my visa number. Write it down. I want everything you've got. I'm following you to the end of the earth. You know, yeah. I, I love that, Tracy. I'm glad that you brought that up so early on in this interview, because I'm sure there are a lot of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs listening to this thinking, I'm not going to be on a stage anytime soon. I mean, I'm not going to be a voice actor. I don't need to be making these big scale presentations. But you're right. It's literally anytime you open your mouth. And I'm particularly thinking most entrepreneurs who are service-based entrepreneurs, sooner rather than later, if they want to make money, they need to be speaking to prospective customers. And who is more important to sway and to move to action than your potential customers when it comes to making money? So Tracy, I love that. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's so true. And then I want to tell you and your listeners something really cool too, Brian, that, that maybe people don't even realize or have thought about. And I've really studied this this year. I always knew this. I always taught this, but I've really paid close attention to it this year with my clients where they've come to me and they've said, you know, when I go in to make the, the pitch, when I go in on the discovery call, something happens. Well, let me tell you what it is. It's called a voice barrier. And what that is, is those things that are going on in your mind, those fears, those doubts, those desperation. Oh, I don't want to sound salesy. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Guess what? Your voice and your mind are connected. So we have to lay in something new or we're going to hear those voice barriers. So yeah, absolutely in sales. But even that doubt when you get on video, you know, a lot of people don't like video we hear that doubt. So it's really, it's crucial for everywhere, but especially for sales because of those barriers more than anything, you know, captivating the room is awesome, but we have to get rid of those barriers because we feel them. I mean, have you ever watched somebody or listened to somebody and there was just something there and you just couldn't quite figure it out? It was probably a voice barrier between you and them keeping you from connecting very interesting i love that so tracy let me ask you this i know a lot of people who do a lot of public presentations all the time and, and my friends and family have said this to me before where they'll say you're talking to me as if you're presenting right now where's <laughs> that that fine balance of when you're speaking whether it's in a sales pitch or on a stage or on a webinar or on a podcast What's the fine balance between how much of it should be you snapping into, okay, I want to intentionally make the decision to make an impact right now, and I want to speak in a way that I know will connect with my audience versus, you know, being the authentic conversational you. And I don't mean that your presentation voice has to be inauthentic, but do you agree or do you believe that there are two different modes and you always want to connect with different people in different ways? I love that so much. And that's such an interesting concept and something that, that a lot of people talk about. And this is my thought on it. I think that yes, indeed, there is on, and I call it on and off. Now that doesn't mean when you're having conversations, you're off and you're not good. That's, I don't mean that. I do believe that people, you know, can tend to fall into that. What I think the ultimate goal is, and this is how, this is, you know, I used to teach on and off a little bit more. What I think we need to do is we need to find our real voice and take the best voice habits, get rid of the bad habits, lay in the best voice habits, but make them our own. And then our goal becomes to always be connected into that passion that we feel for what we're talking about and then that great voice that's going to deliver it, but yet is still authentic, is going to be there, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it definitely makes sense with what I've always experienced myself, because I always like to joke around, and it's only half joking with my students, and anytime I make a public presentation, I always say to people, the only person you'll ever be able to be is you. So you better yeah. start owning that. You better start embracing it as well because that's all you'll ever get to be. So it's so important, I agree with you, to find out who your authentic self is. Especially, I love the fact that you've brought videos up already because over the course of 2017, videos are going to be huge. Facebook Live videos, 
Instagram videos, Snapchat videos, YouTube videos, you name it, and people are going to be on video. What's your advice to somebody who doesn't have a lot of experience in that situation, especially talking to a camera lens? What's your advice for them to figure out how to flip that switch to the on position? Well, you know, I think that there are definitely a couple of techniques, but I, you know, I'm, the first thing I want to say is, and I've been saying this for several years, and you probably have too, game's off, you're on, no more stalling, you got to get live this Mm -hmm. year, end of story, you know, last year you were pushing it, but you got to get live, and I understand the trauma around that, because I work with people that they're phenomenal live, you put them in front of that camera and they just shut down. Mm -hmm. And I think what it's about is it's just weird. It is just, you know, even for me, (laughs) I was a television actor and it's weird for me to go live. I'm sitting here talking to my people. I don't have any people in here, you know? (laughs) So I think what it becomes key, and this is a great technique. One, you've got to step into that passion You've got to, you know, you've got to kind of be as if, be as if. And there's lots of different techniques for that. You can visualize they're in the room. You can put pictures of them up in the room as if they are there so you can see them. You can use mind's eye to see them. But one of the great techniques that I think really helps people a lot is if you do what I call the prequel. And what I mean by that is you start having a conversation with somebody before you hit the go button. Oh, hey, everybody, glad you're here. Oh, Brian, good to see you. Karen, so glad. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for joining me. How's everything out in L.A.? Oh, cool. Okay. And then you hit go and you're already in your zone. Yeah, I love that. And it's it's very similar to what I mentally do to prepare. I mean, I do a lot of solo podcast episodes. I do a lot of videos in my business. It's my main tool to get me known so that people know who the heck I am. I'm not just another faceless guy online. And I always mentally get in the position where I'm talking to a friend, like not just any friend. Yeah. I literally pick one person. I'm like, okay, in this video, let's talk to Matt. And let me just pretend that I'm teaching Matt about this topic. So that's a powerful tool for me. And talk about you. I mean, when you hit that record button, especially you've been on both sides of the camera. You've been a professional actor and then you've just been an everyday entrepreneur who has to make your own videos. What's the difference when it comes to preparing for your own videos? What do you personally do? Well, (laughs) you know, I think I get these comments all the time. People say, man, you make that look so easy. How do you do that? How do you, it's like you're sitting at my kitchen table. And I just laugh because I, I just think, if you knew how long I paced the floor before I hit go, <laughs> you know, but I think that one, I know my, I know, I think through and speak out loud the basics of what I want to talk about. I think that there's a whole lot of merit in getting your voice out before you hit go. And that's kind of the prequel, the concept of the prequel, you know, getting your voice out, list, getting the flow going, getting it connected to your mind Because that's where the disconnect comes in. If you get stuck up in your mind, you're going to flatline. So what I do is I make a couple of notes. I work off of keywords because I can't read my writing and I can't, you know, I have to, I can't focus on two things at once. So I use, you know, a couple of bullet words, look at them, kind of toss around out loud what I'm going to say, get physically grounded 
I pace, but something that people can do is they can sit on a hard chair on their hands, palms down. I know how weird that sounds, but sit on your hands on a hard chair and speak out loud for a couple of minutes. And what that does is that connects your mind, body, and voice. So that keeps you from zoning out and and that'll literally get rid of um. People don't believe me, but it's true. The reason you're saying um is because you're checking into your head and disconnecting from your voice. You get grounded before you hit that go button, you won't say um. So you can be totally focused. And that's, so, you know, that's, I don't do some big elaborate 30, 45 minute process. Kind of toss it around out loud what I want to say. Sometimes I have to toss it a little longer, especially on live. I have to toss a little longer, get grounded for a minute, and I hit go. Yeah, totally. I love that, Tracy. And you know what? I'm just going to keep singing your praises now because you're speaking the same language as me. I love it. And the biggest mistake that I see, particularly in my students, the new entrepreneurs that I work with, is I see that they feel like they have to have this script and they have to have it all planned out. And I just want to throw this out there because listeners who are listening to this podcast right now probably don't realize, Tracy, you and I right now, we don't have a script. I didn't send you any questions. I didn't have any questions prepared for you. We're just talking and that's why our passion is showing through. That's why our authentic selves are showing through. So I love the fact that you, just like me, we don't use scripts talk about that can you still be your authentic self if you do use a script what's your response to people out there who say well I'm not as well versed as Brian or Tracy I do need a script how can they prepare their videos yeah and that's such a great question and and it's a big it's a big thing with me I have a lot to say about it but I'll keep it brief first of all you think you need it but you don't and it, it, it's a true death sentence for you the more elaborate the script is and and especially if you've got that thing memorized because and I go back to I said this a minute ago you know I don't want to I'm not meaning to reiterate but what happens is when we are focusing on words if we're retrieving something memorized we are up in the brain we are disconnected from our body and our voice there is no way you can bring the words to life if you do that. And that's what we're doing. And you have a fantastic voice. You know, we're just knocking it out of the park right here because we're connected, mind, body, and voice. So I get that people need the script. People come to me all the time and they walk through the door. They, I see them online and they're holding their script. And the first thing they say to me is, you're not taking this away from me, are you? You know, so I get it. I'm not meaning to minimize. But what I have seen over the last 20 plus years is it's a crutch. You think you need it. Even if you don't need it, you're going to use it. So the first thing that I recommend to people is call that thing down to its least restrictive. And I'll be totally honest with you. When I was winning speaking awards, I was using full on memorized scripts. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I was terrified of not being off a script. But then I taught myself to call it down, go to long phrases, go to short phrases, go to key words, call it down, practice it, call it down, try that out, call it down again. How do you do? Call it down as, as low as you can go and still not freak out. And you will be, you know, and I've seen every one of my clients that comes to me with a full on script. By the time we're done, 
they're walking out the door with keywords. They just needed to know what to do. So that's the main thing. But yeah, I, I just, now you can bring a full on script to life. I did it and won awards doing it, mm-hmm. but you got to work. You got, I would spend hours and hours prepping those things. Who's got that time? Yeah, exactly. Especially for entrepreneurs. I mean, you're talking about making a 60 second sales video maximum and you're going to devote days, if not weeks or months. And that's when it often leads to procrastination. That's when I see people throw their hands up in the air and say, you know what, this is taking too long. I'm not even going to make the video in the end anyways. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what else I think they do that I think I want to say to people, and I've heard this from a lot of people that I've had on my show and And you probably, I don't know if you've experienced this or not either, but when people first start doing video, yeah, you're going to hate the first 15. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You're going to start liking the 16th, you know, or 10th or whatever it is. But if you, but just like what you're saying, if you do two and you hate it and you think you're horrible and you never do it again, whoa, Buck, get back in the game because you will get better. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and people are going to listen to that and say, yeah, yeah, Tracy, but the reality is not a single person on the planet, not Tom Cruise, not Sandra Bullock, you name whoever it is, not a single person was born being great speaking or not a single person was born being great on camera. It's something you have to practice and you get better over time. But Tracy, I'm going to throw this out there. Because I think you've been withholding from listeners so far on the most essential ingredient of being a powerful speaker, whether it's public speaker or sales presentations or one-on-one conversations, and that's the C word, confidence. Talk to us about Mm. confidence and how Mm. that plays into your words. It's everything. It's everything. And in fact, my entire teaching methodology is centered around that. There is a reason you don't sound confident because you have laid something into your muscle memory based on your bad experiences in life. And it can go all the way, you know, back to your childhood. It can, I get a lot of stuff where people from high school, high school must have been dreadful. I don't remember <laughs> it, but you know, it must've been a nightmare. It's everything. It's, it's, Literally, that fake it till you make it, even though that's not really part of my teaching concept, you have to buy, you have to believe in yourself. And if you do, we will believe in you. If you believe in your message, you will connect into that passion and you will bring those words to life and you will look confident. If you go into it, with fear, which the number one fear, you know, they say the number one fear is public speaking. Yeah, yeah, it is. But the number one fear is rejection. Mm -hmm. What are they going to think? What if they think I'm stupid? What if I don't know what I'm talking about? Hey, you know what? Sometimes I got 30 years doing this. Sometimes I still think that, but you know what I do? I go, is that true? Is that real? Do you not know what you're talking about? No, you know what you're talking about. Let's go. You know, so I think, People have to really shift the mindset and then replace the bad habits that were connected to it because confidence is everything. That's a that's classic musical theater. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if you can sing, can you sell the song? You know? Yeah, great lesson there. And it's something that I always tell 
new entrepreneurs especially as well, is I tell them, every time somebody pays you, they're not just paying you for your product or service, they're buying a little bit of you, they're buying a little bit of your confidence in your product or service. So you really, your confidence is one of the biggest sells of your product or service. So you have to own that. And Tracy, I like what you said where, you know, fake it till you make it, which is an overused cliche, but your message behind that is, if you stand up there and you're confident, even if you're wrong, first of all, you might as well flaunt it and just just fly with it proudly because if you're confident, people are going to buy into what you're saying, even if you're wrong. And also, I think the biggest fear, like you said, is rejection. What you understand or what you learn pretty quickly when you're confident, when you speak confidently, is that even if you are wrong and you do make a mistake or you do experience that rejection, people will be understanding and they'll be gentle with you because they see how authentic and passionate you are about what it is that you're speaking about. So, I mean, that's been my experience. Tracy, what do you think about that as well? Have you ever been confident and then maybe you've faked it until you made it, but then you realized you were wrong. How'd you deal with that rejection or that embarrassment? Oh, for sure. And I have, you know, that was actually my whole Facebook live yesterday was about rejection. And, you know, I personally have been gutted by people, gutted by people. And I'll be totally honest with you years ago when, when I couldn't handle rejection, I got out of the game. I said, you know what? I'm not going to be a voice coach. I'm not doing this. I'm going to be a furniture refinisher. Now, what do I know about that? Okay, nothing. <laughs> I'm not gifted in that area at all. But literally, it, it robbed me of some time in the game. But what it really did was it robbed people of my help. Mm-hmm. So I think that the most powerful piece of that learning experience for me was coming to grips with everybody's not going to like me and that's okay because if I have to teach the whole world, I'm not going to ever even have time to go to the bathroom. I got to let some of these other people teach some of these other people. I know that some people do not like me. They don't like the way I teach. They don't like my method. And you know what? That's okay Mm -hmm. because a whole lot of people do. So again, it becomes about, are we focusing on the pros? Are we focusing on the cons? But if you go down that road of, well, I'm not any good, people don't like me, why am I even, you know, I'm not even going to put my, or or even before you even start speaking, bracing yourself for that rejection, we got to reframe that. We have to reframe that because, and you, I bet, speak on this a lot, that isn't going to work in the entrepreneurial game. Yep. You know, it's just, you're not going to make it. This is, I feel like entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, I have to be thicker skinned than when I was an actor. Totally. Yeah, that's great advice in there. And I'm going to push you a little bit further on that topic, Tracy, because I'm going to ask you, I guess, the hardest question of today's interview. It's been fun. So now I'm really going to put you on the spot. What's your response out there or what's your response for people who are out there listening to this where they're saying, oh, I wish I had that confidence that Tracy has or that I hear Brian on the podcast with every single week. What's your response to them when they say, but I don't have that confidence? How do you build confidence? This is, this is how I believe you build confidence. I believe that confidence in all truth, yeah, it's a mindset, yeah, it's within us, yes, absolutely, I'm not negating that. 
But one of the ways that I have seen my people build their confidence the fastest is by shifting the way they put their words out there and getting a different response back. So if you're putting something out there and everybody is on their phones, not watching you, let's put something different out there. And then you put something different out there and they're engaged. Okay, that is what builds your confidence. So, so yes, it's within us. But you can't keep doing, you know, that, that love that saying, and it's cliche too, but you can't keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting mm-hmm. different results. We got to shake something up. And I think 2017 is the year for that to happen. So if your words are falling through the bottom of your jaw, if you're mumbling, you're worried, you know, and then you're wondering why they're on their phones, well, maybe let's get your words out. Yeah. And, I- and, and then, then you'll get that feedback back like, whoa, dude, listen, he knows what he's talking about. I, I got to hear this. See, I love that because also layered into the advice you just gave was one big message that I heard of, you have to keep getting back on the horse. That's mm. the only way to build confidence without doing that, without throwing things at the wall, without experimenting or split testing, if you will. As marketers, we love saying split testing. <laughs> without doing that, you're never going to make improvements. And it's in those moments of rejection or in those moments of failure where you're going to be able to move forward if and only if you get back on the horse. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think, I think we're at earth school. I think life is continually, I, th- I am continually learning. Every day I'm working on something. You know, I don't work on my voice anymore because I, I did that, but I, there's a whole lot of stuff that I work on every day. And so I, d- I, think, I think a big part of this too is that we live in this world of instant gratification. You know, oh, well, I didn't get that fixed today, so I'm not doing that anymore. We can't go about it that way, especially voice work. It's like, okay, you speak, you know, you you do four things that aren't working for you. Well, work on one today and this week and see see what kind of feedback you're getting. Are people, uh, you know, paying attention a little bit more? Okay, cool. That's working for you. All right, now what do you need to add? And you keep, yeah, you get back up on the horse, no matter what that horse knock you off and kick your teeth you know, out of your mouth. You're going to get back up. And I'm bullheaded enough that that you know that never that 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 never enters my mind anymore. I'm getting back up. Mm-hmm. I'm trying it again because this internet stuff just blows my mind. But I get back up. You know, I mean, I'm I'm eight track player, old school. <laughs> you know, I mean, split test. Okay, isn't that is that when your hair sprayed on me? I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, you know, you get back up again and you add something new. You add something new. It's like I'm going to learn this today. I'm going to learn this week. I'm going to see the reaction. I'm going to learn something and I'm going to add something else. Awesome. Yeah, I couldn't agree anymore, Trace. You're absolutely spot on. You're totally singing exactly the same words that I love to sing with my students and with listeners of the podcast. So I couldn't agree more. And Tracy, I've got to say, we've had way too much fun on this podcast episode today. (laughs) You and I could probably go all day long. (laughs) I know, right? Oh my gosh, this has been so much fun. I just, I, I, I enjoy talking with everybody, but I just love it when we're so on the same page, you know, I just, I, I just love that. It's just really been a treat. Yeah, totally. So thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. I want to open the floor to invite you to let listeners know where they can learn more about you and your business. 
Sure. I am my website, you can find a lot of information about me, which is captivatetheroom.com. And my podcast is captivatetheroom.com. And I am on Twitter, Tracy A. Goodwin. I do some Twitter, and then of course I'm on Facebook and I do some Facebook Live. So that's that's pretty much where you can find me. All right, sounds good. So we will link to your website as well as your Facebook and your Twitter from the show notes page at thewantrepreneurshow.com. And Tracy, thank you so much for coming on to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was really a treat. Thanks for listening to the Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur podcast with your host, Brian Lofermento. For show notes and to get a free copy of Brian's book, visit us online at thewantrepreneurshow.com.